everybody, my name is Tina and I am a certified life coach. Welcome back to the Pursuit of Confidence podcast. Let's get to it. Well, hello everybody. It is so, so good to be here. Today I want to share some insights on how life coaching literally changed my thoughts about me. And in the process, I was able to change my thoughts on others and the way they viewed me. As I mentioned before, I was always being mean to myself and projecting the self-hate towards others. When I learned how to love myself, I really had to be intentional. And what I mean by this is that I had to get my thoughts out and be really honest with myself. I had to really look within, deep within, and realize that the stuff my father and my abuser used to tell me were actually things that I believed about me too. I'm not saying that this makes any sense. I'm just saying that my beliefs were so ingrained within me from other people telling me about myself that I actually believed them too. Then, of course, when we have these sort of foundations, we tend to build upon them. So I had my own awful thoughts about me, aside from the awful thoughts that I always heard about myself. I was told that I'm loud. I was told how I'm aggressive. I'm always being told how rough around the edges I am. I told myself how ugly I am. I told myself I was disgusting and overweight. I hated how I was an addict. I hated how I had to work so hard all of the time to take care of my daughter. But it took all of these thoughts and I got them under control. I looked at them and I said, what about me is true but doesn't have to mean anything negative. Well, for one thing, my loudness. I have been told, and even I get told today, how loud I am. Yes, my voice carries. However, I stopped making it mean something negative just because others believed it to be a negative. I like my loudness because my personality is loud. I am boisterous and I'm happy, and I love that about me. That ends up coming out in my volume. So I no longer worry about my voice. If someone else thinks it's too loud or they don't like it, I do not adopt their thought. I just allow them to have this thought. They are allowed to have any thought about me that they want. I am simply being me. With my addictive behaviors and my addictive personality, I looked at that and I said, what about this can I use to my advantage? What about this thought process would allow me to grow and to excel? And I came with how, up with how I like to have a clean house. I need to have a regiment in my life. I really do well with consistency. I love having boundaries with myself and letting myself grow within those boundaries. I no longer use my addictive behavior as something that controls me in regards to self-harm and drug abuse. I no longer view it as something that I need to control either. I have accepted this part of myself and in turn it actually has been turned down in my brain. The volume of it has been turned down. It no longer demands to be heard. I don't have crazy desires or urges for drugs, alcohol, or food. When I allowed myself the space and the time that this piece of me needed, I was tampered down and I didn't require so much space and attention that this kind of thing needs. I didn't have to give that 
to myself anymore. My brain didn't require that from me anymore. Then when I looked at myself in the mirror, I started analyzing why I judged myself so much. I asked myself why I was always hating on my body and my appearance. And if I wanted something to change, then how was I going to change? Because in reality, we are the only ones who can make for change. Even if the world thought I was beautiful and thin, if I didn't think that or believe that about me, then I was responsible for that change. Only me. So I began a huge journey of self-love and self-improvement. I started eating properly, giving myself the needed nourishments, and putting things in my body that I could use for cellular processes. Then I started moving my body. I noticed that when I was moving my body, I was becoming more aware of my body. What I mean is that I used to dress in big baggy clothes that hid me. Clothes that swallowed me up. I didn't ever feel connected to my body or that my body belonged to me. And now that I was moving and exercising, I was feeling very connected with myself. I was really enjoying the physical exertion. I was really enjoying seeing how strong I was and how stronger I was becoming. I was really enjoying seeing what I was capable of. Then I used the same method in my mindset. I told myself, let's see what we can uncover and uproot in regards to how I view myself and my thoughts about myself. With my life coaching, I was able to get coached on how to look at my thoughts from the outside looking in. I was then able to see if I wanted to really understand something about, about myself or if I wanted to just let certain thoughts go. Like letting go of the helium balloon and just letting it float away unhindered and having no feelings about letting it slip away. The thoughts I let slip away were the ones that others had told me that they think about me. The thoughts my father thought about me. The thoughts my mother thought about me. And of course, the thoughts my abuser thought about me. Then I got rid of the ugly ones I thought of me. Like I wasn't doing anything right. I used to think that I was unlovable. I used to think I was unworthy. I used to think something was wrong with me because my daughter was born with medical problems. I used to think that my twin brother hated me. I used to think that I wasn't loved by my nieces and nephews. I used to think that my siblings didn't care about me and my daughter. In reality, all of these thoughts were just recycled and useless. Again, I was operating on this foundational thinking that I had learned from my upbringing, my environment, and the culture around me. I was never taught that we actually have complete and utter control over ourselves and our thoughts. I was never taught on how to actually exercise that control. So this newfound way of thinking and using my brain was so amazing that it was ready to dive into every piece of me that I found to be troublesome. I was ready to be done with the thoughts that didn't serve me and the ones that were holding me back. I used this time on me and talked to myself through it all. I guided myself into the confident and self-reliant woman that I am today. I no longer wish to please others at my own expense. I no longer wish to change someone's opinion of me. I no longer worry if I'm living up to the hype or doing it right. 
I no longer feel that I need to explain myself or seek validation from others. This has been such an eye-opening experience. I appreciate the woman I am today. I love her. I love my body. I love what I'm capable of. I love where I have been and where I'm going. I love how powerful I am, and I love how resilient I am. I love how smart I am. I love how generous I am. I love knowing that I can have such an impact on my own life through my thoughts and what results I create by actually showing up and doing what I set forth to do. I honor myself, I honor my decisions, and I honor my commitments to myself. I love that I've been able to change the way I think about others simply by being okay with how they view me. I no longer hold someone's thoughts and feelings and actions against them, knowing they too have a story, and they too are allowed to have any thought they wish to have, even if it's something negative about me. I am okay with that. I am okay with not being liked or wanted by everyone. Then, I let myself come to a loving conclusion about my parents and my siblings. I let myself see their truths and their lives as separate from myself. Their realities are completely different than mine, and in this way, I have empathy and compassion. I understand the struggle my dad went through. He was misunderstood and he was an addict. He allowed certain things to control him and he didn't have the power or the tools or even the knowledge to be a different man. He didn't have the self-support or the self-love that is needed for a mind transformation. My mom as well, she always became the woman her husband needed her to be. For example, for my father, she became a woman who worked all the time. She contributed to the family household by cooking and grocery shopping and doing chores. She became quiet in her opinions and in her own wants. And she let go of all of that until she was divorced and free to want again. And when she did want again, she wanted to move and start a new life with no kids. She became what her new husband needed a woman with no kids to care for, a woman who liked race cars and outings. She didn't have to cook or clean as much because he wasn't as obsessive about that as my dad. She was free to be with her new husband, and that's what she was happy doing. She didn't have the headstrong attitude that I was taught. She didn't have the independent thinking that has served me for so many years. And she didn't have to the wherewithal to surrender her life to her children for more than what was necessary. And she certainly didn't ever talk about the past or help us to understand her way of thinking. She was who she was, and that was that. With my siblings, it's just me having the ability to know where they came from and how they were raised, to know that we can be separated by time and distance, and still know that my relationship with them is strong because my thoughts about them are strong. The reason why this work has been so powerful and amazing, because when I use my thoughts to transform the way I perceive things, I allow myself the new perceptions to be my truth, and that is what feels so real to me.
the way I no longer need to be or act in order for someone to like me or accept me is real to me. The way I am okay with others having their own thoughts about me and I don't hold that against them or judge them feels real to me. Me accepting my parents for who they are or what they were and not wishing they were someone or something else feels real to me. And me finally learning about myself and accepting myself and actually truly loving myself feels the most real to me. This work has been so beautiful, has been so hard, and it has, has been so eye-opening. And I am so grateful for every single moment of it. I really, really am. Now, I want to remind you all that I do one-on-one coaching on all of these topics and more. I have dedicated a spot in my website specifically for those of you who wish to work with me and change the way you view your past and the way you view your life, but most importantly, in the way you view yourself. I'm going to put that link in the show notes, so please make sure to go over there and click on that link to book a free session with me. And please, please leave me a review. I love knowing how you are enjoying our time together. I promise you that you can get past whatever is holding you back. You can certainly change the way you view yourself, change the way you view others, and finally live a life that you deem worthy and beautiful. You can make that happen for yourself. I promise you. Okay, that's it for me this week. I will see you all soon. Please, please, please take care of yourself and others. Bye.